want to hear you make some noise. US 131 Motorsports Park. What you like most about drag racing? We are live right now with Modified to the Lanes. Welcome to the US 131 Motorsports Park Drag Racing Podcast. Strap in and hang on for all the latest news, results, and happenings from the fastest quarter-mile track in the world. Gary and Justin will offer different perspectives for what's going on at the track and highlighting different drivers and events along the way. This week, we will be covering uh, some results from this last weekend. And uh, Gary's compiled a, a, a point-standing list for our, our fantasy season. And we have a, a special guest joining us. Jim Powell is in studio with us today yep. and hanging out. And hopefully you'll enjoy the interview as much as, as we do. So we'd just like to thank you for taking the time to download and listen to our show. If you enjoy it, please rate us accordingly and, and leave us a comment, too, on the on the ratings there. We, we like seeing those. And uh, tell your friends and family. And if you have any ideas or suggestions, please let us know. So the, the sun's shining right now, Gary, but the mm -hmm. last day and a half has been a lot of the same as last week. Just well, rain and rain and rain. But, dude, we had a really, really nice weekend. Oh, the weather was gorgeous, especially Sunday. What Man. was it, 70 degrees? Yeah, it was, yeah, 70 yeah. degrees, a nice little breeze, dry. Yeah. Uh, it, I we, know you got the kind of raccoon look going as, <laughs> as usual, like you do every summer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I got my racing stripes going, so <laughs> <laughs> we're good to go there. You bet. So you out of breath, you came flying back from Ann Arbor area today? Yeah, it, it's, wow. uh, yeah we had, had quite, a, quite a busy couple of days with work and everything, but glad, yeah. to, glad to be here and, and getting back to what I really enjoy doing and, yeah. and talking about racing and racing and all that. Anything racing is what you, you know, really... Really drives me so. And you must have been flying to make here on time this, this Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. I can see a little smoke coming out from under the hood of that truck. Oh yeah, yeah. We, I didn't get very good gas mileage, but <laughs> either way. So I guess uh, let's jump right into the results. What what what? Well, of happened? course, we had a successful two-day race. We uh, had a beautiful window of opportunity weather-wise. Uh, we had over 250 cars show up on that, that very is first day, unreal, which like, I thought was great. Yeah, exactly. You know these big nights when we have. Oh, the uh, Night of Thunder and the Northern Nationals and that. We'll get 300 cars. Right. And that's really big. And yeah, to see 250-plus really on that first that's day. That's huge. <laughs> that's really huge. Pretty proud. Pretty pretty impressive. So, uh, you know, each time trial, I think each took about two hours to go through the whole field. Yeah, yeah. yeah a little bit more. I know the block heater's got to work out this weekend. <laughs> but uh, so proud of Monty Moray for winning Man. top ET. I it, thought that was neat. That was, that was probably the highlight of my weekend just seeing the the the, the cheering section mm -hmm. and the crowd that was that was gathered for the final round and top on saturday night based on what that guy's been going through oh man how, it, it how do how can you not cheer for money at that right. point you know it right. was that was that was the that was a sweet sweet deal and and I, i'm not sure how many dry eyes were down there but there wasn't very many yeah i know his wife susan was was pretty emotional about it, and I think Monty was even pretty emotional about it. And mm -hmm. he's he's a you know a little more of the tough guy, and he's not going to show that so much. But I'm I'm <laughs> sure that he was he had a tear in the corner of his eye. I guarantee. Inside. Oh, that's yeah. Bless his heart. He, uh, you know, he didn't mow the tree down all day. In fact, I don't think he cut any double O lights that I saw. Yeah. But he was twenty one average, so he was right there. Yeah, he was very Teens, consistent. Low twenties the whole time. But the car was dead on. He ran, a, well, it was an eight-round race, and five rounds he ran 6-12. Yeah. 
That's that's amazing. Two of the rounds he ran six eleven and yeah. you know, six six ten at the end, but he beat Donnie Hager in a final. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was uh, he was dead seven again right on his dial, and uh, Donnie was eighth thou under. Oh yeah, so. Donnie got down there and drove the finish line like he normally does, and mm-hmm. and just didn't quite close it, it took up too enough. Too much. Yeah, they yep. were too close to, to to get away with it. But that's For his sure. uh, first win since two thousand eight. Is that what you told me? That's. Yeah, that I, I think that was right, and yeah. I mean, it, I know it's been a long road. This is his second year in that in his Monza that he's got now, right. and he made a pretty big change over the winter with the in regards to the carburetor that he uses. He you know he went to a, a West May carburetor, and oh, and it really proved itself. Yeah, it's catching on around here. <laughs> it is you know, the Chad Six Group, huh? Oh yeah. So he uh, then he started in on Sunday, started mowing people down again. He got to the fourth round. He 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 won the first three rounds, and then he. Uh, had some handling issues yeah, there. Yeah, that was that was a a, a little bit of a, a self-induced. Oh yeah. So I, I talked to Monty yesterday on the phone, and normally he doesn't take the steering wheel off to get out of the car. But mm-hmm. given his his um, his medical mm-hmm. dealings that he's going through right now, he was taking the the steering wheel off to make it easier to get in and out of the car. Mm-hmm. Well, when he got back in for that round, he didn't check and make sure his front tires were pointed straight, and he was one click off on the steering wheel. Mm. So we got up there, staged, put the steering wheel where it needs to be, mm-hmm. which was actually just a little Crooked. to the left, mm-hmm. and left, and and drove it over towards the center line, and oh. and uh, ended up getting a little out of shape and knocking out a couple cones. Yeah, actually, he won that race against. Uh, it was against Keith Schaefer. Yeah, and uh, luckily, thank goodness, nothing happened. Right. He, he just he he crossed the center line, which is a you know an automatic disqualification, right. but. Nobody, no harm, no foul, I guess, as far as, you know, nobody got hurt. Nobody's car got wrecked, mm-hmm. aside from a couple of foam blocks in the center. And yep. A little bit of downtime to clean up that mess. But other than that, that was, that was the, just the, a little bit of issue, I guess. I think, you know, Keith had red lighted. So I just, I turned around and started talking to somebody. I didn't even see it happen. Yeah. Then everybody's eyes got real big. <laughs> it I tends know, to wow. happen when things and get exciting, was, doesn't it? I looked down there and there's blocks were flying, but... <laughs> Thankfully, uh, he and Keith, I think Keith made an evasive move, too, to kind of stay out of his way. Yep. Thank goodness nothing happened. Oh, yeah, definitely. Three uh, three triple O lights that first round in top ET that day. No kidding. Yep. And I noticed one, uh, just one round I, I caught a wind of, uh, George Robleski. He was four total. He had a perfect light. Oh, no kidding. And dead four to win that, a round. And that's the first time George has been back out since mm-hmm. he wrecked that car last year yeah early in the year he's so out most he, of last year front right? you know put a new front end on it and found body parts and everything and got it painted up nice and it's not orange anymore no it's red <laughs> looking good i, I yeah, like it it sure is uh, mickey adams one modified oh yeah typical in, mickey in classic fashion. mickey form right shows up there middle middle well it's 12 30 or so when i saw him rolling yeah in. we were we were in the staging lanes sure. for the second, second time the final time modified trial. mm-hmm and he pulled in the gate. Yeah, he came in on the back of the uh, the field at that second session. But uh, he had a really close race with the Heinz Hauler in the first round. And his next close race was with uh, Mark Boardman, round five. Oh, so yeah. he had a couple of gifts, or not so tough runs in, in between. Sure. But then he, uh, just like he always does, he set Mark on his head, and Mark went on down through there and oh, went 32 yeah. under. So he yeah, beat that's, uh, that's Maverick nice. Green the same way in the sixth round. Okay. An 11 reaction time to a 21 reaction time. Okay. Then uh, there's a buy and a semi uh, where Tim Smith beat uh, Jeff Green. Yep. Jeff Green made it to the semis. Yep. And then it was uh, Smith and Adams in the final, and uh, he beat uh, Smith with a 84 light, but Tim ran under the dial. Tim was 84? 
or Mickey was Mickey 84. was 84. Mickey was eighty four. <laughs> yes. So that if, if just real quick, if you're listening to this, it proves Mickey Adams is human. Yes, <laughs> so, <laughs> he's not a robot. No, no, and you know that was that was the discussion that was going on next to the track. You know, just before the final, that was a that's a pretty common final round at Milan Dragway from years back. Oh yeah, yeah. Tim Smith gets on a roll and he's pretty tough to beat. Oh yeah. Same with Mickey Adams. I mean, those are very good drivers. Yeah, they probably raced and it, plenty have good of times. equipment too. And, and mm-hmm. they they made it to the final round and and I can't believe Mickey had an eighty ball. <laughs> so. Yeah. But it, it's how it goes. He probably I mean, doesn't appreciate me bringing it up, but yeah, uh, well. that's how it does go. And he, he certainly knows that finish line. Uh, Jake Huntington won street, and that big uh, big old Buick is Uncle Buck. Yep. You, and, that uh, car's got a handicap license plate on it. It, does. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of adds to the to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. He beat uh, Jordan Wilhelm in the in the final, and Tyler Nelkin in the semis. Yeah, Jordan was up here testing the Camaro. That's his that's his sportsman car. He's oh. got a black car, a black Camaro. And yeah, a black nice Camaro. car. Yeah. Yep, and uh, that was his sportsman car, and and he said the converter is is pretty much toast in that thing. Oh. It was it swung like five tenths. Oh, <laughs> so oh. he was trying to get that sorted out, and I think. I think it, it. I think his plan was to have it back together today with a different converter in it. Is he got to the final that way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. He, Jordan's a driver. Jordan's mm-hmm. usually at a lot of the the big money no box races. Okay. I know he's been up here before, and I know he's been up here running his other car in all three classes. Oh, okay. Just he 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 shows up and and enters as much as he can and just just whips his car. Jordan uh, Jordan Wilhelm. Where's he from? He's from Delphos, Ohio. Ohio. That's yep. Right. Okay. In the master class, Lydia Kish won. Yeah, that's the uh, first time in masters for yeah, Lydia. And she, yeah, she slipped into uh, you know Alex's old car yep. right, with the uh, fighter pilot. Oh yeah, motif. Uh, he kind of outgrew. He got the new car built, so she drove that and won. Beat Tobin Will in the second round. Peyton Jim, Jimenez in the third. Braden Peters in the fourth. These guys are not slouches. No, no, not at all. A buy in the fifth and beat Morgan Curtis in the final. Yeah. Pretty you good. know, I, I think I was up there for one of the rounds, and she was like teen and dead three or something like that. I mean, just mm-hmm. laying down some laps. Yep. Nick Peters uh, won the advance over Coley Burkhart. Okay. Lost to uh, He lost to Blake Hammer in the first round, and he bought back, and he beat Blake in the third round. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> Same race. Yeah. No kidding. Now the Peters were at Norwalk Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. They were there, it, and the plan was down there to, to get the race in, and they ended up calling it because mm-hmm. of, of the weather. Mm-hmm. And they packed up and hauled tail up this way and, and made it for a time run, which mm-hmm. there was a race last year that they tried to do the same thing. They got the race in at Norwalk, and they ended up having to buy back into second round Missed to first keep round. going. Yeah, mm-hmm. here. And they, they were happy to, to be able to get here and at least get a time run in. Then uh, Leah Pitch, you know, after she won last year, won the points. Yep. She, she continued. and she Started won, out uh, strong. She won beginner junior dragster. Yes, she did. She And you know what? That, that car works. Travis does a good job with her. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. She uh, won over uh, Kenzie was yep. in the final. That's kind of neat. Rebecca Peterson and Connor Seabright both got their uh, first races in. Yeah. I don't know. Did Rebecca race a little bit last year? She did a little Midwest? bit. I think, yeah, she ran some at the Midwest race. Okay. But as far as, uh, you know, Lane Automotive bracket race, the, this was her first race. Yeah. For him, her and Connor. Yep. And they both got to the third round in their yeah, first race. Good races. for them. That's, That's really neat. good for them. Yep. And then day two, the 5th of May, came up uh, with Keith Schaefer t- winning top ET in the Blue Dragster. And that's Keith's first win, right? 
Mm-hmm. I believe first so. ever. Yeah, yeah. Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> picking yeah. up the first win. <laughs> That's right. Maybe that maybe that wasn't really champagne. Maybe it was a margarita that he had bottled up in there. <laughs> yeah, he had. Uh, Dave Lorenz was uh, triple O five red in the final. Oh no, kidding! Uh, what was Keith Slate thirty four? Uh, he was forty. Forty. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, he was. He it was forty mean. something. His finger must have got stuck to the button. But Dave was just. Printing tie slips and, and hitting double O's all yeah. the time. He was really on the car, was really working. And so I was, I was talking to him. Of course, Keith refused to split. He, he just doesn't like to do that, right? <laughs> He's having fun. He wants to continue to have fun. So Yep. And then Dave said he that might have amped him up just a little bit. Sure, sure. So just a little <laughs> squirt of adrenaline into him. That's what made the triple O five. Yep, right? yep. Should have rolled a, a thou or two in the box. Yeah, huh? that's what he said afterwards. Oh, yeah. So uh, Keith and Monty are tied for the lead in points. Oh, that's great. Um, Keith beat uh, Monty in the fourth round. Well, you know, across the center line thing yep, that we talked yep, yep. about. And uh, I got a call from Keith yesterday, and he says, Gary, he says, I, I just want to get out of the points. Can we back out and just, just not, not do the points this year? I said, well, why do you want to do that? He said, oh, me and Marcy were just having fun, and I don't want that other dimension of the points struggle and the pressure of the point system on me. He says, I just want to race and have fun. I said, well... Did, did, don't you have fun at the bracket finals? He said, oh, yeah, we had a blast at the bracket finals last year. I said, well, you got to be in points. To be to able to run bracket, bracket finals. finals. He yeah. says, okay, thanks, Gary, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> in a nutshell, it was yeah, a 15-minute yeah. conversation. Oh, yeah. But we, well, came, we came back to the fact that he's, he's probably qualified right now to make yeah, the bracket very, finals. Very possible. And <laughs> generally speaking, if you win a race, yeah. And, and and you've, the you've got to yeah you've got to be fairly consistent throughout the year. But if you win a race, yeah. there's a pretty good chance that you're going to make the make the team. But. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you got to have fun to. And he loved the bracket finals. Oh, the yeah. team aspect. And yeah, so, okay. and, and you know nobody says that you have to pay attention to the points. No, you know what I mean. No. Like he just yeah, just go out and do your thing and and you know like I've 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 said before too, and it's easier to say when you're in the front of the point sheet or at the top of the point sheet that you know just Mm -hmm. take it one round at a time the points will fall into place as they as they will so but that's obviously easy to say from the the top of the list (laughs) so yeah but chad six picked up the win saturday sunday afternoon how about that over mark hammond last year's champion yeah yeah so 17 champ yeah that was you know mark was i guess they were both champs the last two years yeah yeah exactly so uh yeah chad was 14 total and uh, you know Mark's light was thirty-two. So and that's uncharacteristically late for Mark. Yeah, it really yeah. is. That's uh, I was I was surprised by that. Yeah, he, he, we saw some double O's for him. Okay. Uh, Chad uh, went uh, red to Mickey Adams in the first round. He bought back. Well, I didn't realize Chad lost first round. Yeah. And uh, Mark Ham- Hammond's got the an early points lead. Okay. Uh, Mark Boredom is tied for second with Phil Robleski and Jim Seabright. So those are the guys that kind of did well. Right. Shook out both days. Definitely. Jay, Jay Cunnington, guess what? He got it again. He doubled up. Doubled up. Yeah, he did. And he got a hold of Tyler Nelkin in the final. And Tyler was doing pretty good all weekend. He was he was going rounds in, in both classes, both days, I think, in, in, in modified yeah. and in street, same car. He was mm-hmm. beating the bejeebers out of it. I think he was trying to use up all the, the alcohol that he got delivered to the track. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't have to bring so much home. Yeah. But anyway, Tyler Those two guys are kind of buds. They right? are. Yep, know, they, they both are. come from the east side of the state, yep. right? And uh, Jake, I said, how do you how do you come up with Uncle Buck? And I, I guess he says it's such a big car. Now, truthfully, in the movie with John Candy, it was not 
a Buick. It was like a Grand Marquis or okay. something. He yeah. drove. Yep. But it's still a very similar, big four-door boxy car like that. Yep. So the, the Uncle Buck thing kind of stuck. Yeah. And you know, that that thing's got to be 4,500 pounds anyway, running 13 O's in the quarter. It, oh, yeah. It's got to be a fairly stout combination. I wonder if he's run that over the scale. He probably should not let us know. I don't know what the capacity is on this scale. Down here. <laughs> Maybe he needs to stop at the at the cat scales at the truck stop. You know he has 146 points right now after two wins. Okay. Right, last year he ended the year with 104. Wow! <laughs> so he won the, he won more points this what year. What a difference than he did last a year, year can make in huh? one weekend. Trinity Morris won the master class. That's kind of neat. She hasn't won one of those in a while. She beat uh, Adam Barr, who was uh, eighth hour red in the final. Okay. But uh, I okay. think she had to buy back, and so uh, Adam's actually leading the points. It's kind of, I don't know, kind of silly to talk about the points this early. It is. But, and, you know, it, I mean, it's still there. It still matters. I mean, points yeah. are points. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we're two two races in out of 15 scheduled. So kind of get an idea how things may shake out. And, and obviously, it is really early in the points. Yeah. But uh, there are people you're going to be chasing. And uh, in the case with advance, now Mary Stewart won advance on Sunday. She okay. was uh, she was double O two in the first round when she beat Coley Burkhart. Coley was thirteen on the trip. Double O two to a thirteen. And I thought this is advanced junior direction. Yeah. <laughs> tell you what, some of these kids are really really tough. Yeah, but uh, Mary grabbed the points lead as well. Yep. And then who who's this at one beginner? You know that I, yeah I I thought a lot about this. My my daughter Kenzie she picked up the win in beginner on Sunday, mm-hmm. and she is really coming to into her own in this thing. And I think, I don't know, it's it, much like it's right at the beginning of the season. She's right at the beginning of a, of a racing career, but I think she's going to be really, really tough. Yeah. She's got a knack for it. She's got a drive to be perfect. Like, she wants to mm-hmm. do everything exactly the right way every time. And, and it's it's really starting to show up now. now. Is this her second year of beginner? This is her third year. Third year beginner. Yep. And, uh, and I saw two real good lights in the first round. She had a 37 on the tree. Yep. And the uh, final, she was 31 on the tree. She's got a sweet spot as long as she <laughs> remembers where it's at and gets a hold of it. And in and last year, and I mean, that's without going too much into my own woes and everything else on this on this podcast, it's not so much about me as it is about the track, but mm-hmm. I do want to put a huge thank you out to Blossom Racing Engines, Craig Blossom oh. and Steve Brando. They've... They put a lot of hours into that little engine that we've got. Because mm-hmm. last last fall, it started not running well. And with four races to go, Kenzie had an eight-round lead in points and ended up third Wow! with with fighting engine deals and everything yeah. like that. And, yeah. and we brought it back out at, at Test and Tune, and, and really, it, it wasn't any better. And mm-hmm. Craig had gone through that engine with a fine-tooth comb, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. So mm-hmm. the... What whatever difference it made, we went from a twenty-eight millimeter to a thirty-three millimeter right. carburetor, and it started running. Yeah, I I don't have I've any explanation for it. Yeah, didn't uh, didn't the Mutchlers go through something like that? This the Mutchlers did the very a same similar thing. thing. He mm-hmm. went from a thirty-three millimeter carburetor to a forty-two millimeter mm-hmm. carburetor, Boom. and the thing just it, it became a monster mm-hmm. that he had to pile a ton of weight into to get it to run to slow Slowed down to seven ninety. Yeah. So, but, but Kenzie's, that, Kenzie's got the points lead. Proud, yeah, pretty proud. That's, that's great, and and I really hope that she can keep it going. Yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. What were we talking about the the female presence in junior direction? You know, that was that was quite interesting. So we were talking a little bit off air before the show. Like, there's 38 points yes, entrance 30, in junior dragsters yeah. be, between the three classes. Mm-hmm. 
23 of them are girls. Yeah. Yeah, like, more than half. <laughs> a lot more. Only than half. fifteen boys in in points in the junior dragsters. The boys are hopelessly outnumbered. They, here. <laughs> they are. I mean, it's it's what's the is it a Beach Boys song? Two boys for every or two girls for every boy. I mean, we're not quite there, but <laughs> but uh, Trinity, Mary, and Kenzie. Yeah, it's all girls. All one on Sunday. Swap. Yep, that's and that's really neat to see. It's it's really neat to see, you know, kid, especially kids at any age getting involved with this and. Mm-hmm. You know, I we had there was a couple, a dad and two girls stopped by my pit on Sunday, and they were just checking the cars out. And I, I, you know, of course, I I've said it before. I any chance I get, I'm putting the kids in cars. You know, and sure. they just they loved it, and, and the dad's asking all sorts of questions about how to get involved and everything. So wow. that is that's really neat to see, and and I don't know if it ever comes to fruition, mm-hmm. and but really, really, I mean, that's I I enjoy doing that, and and I think the kids do too. You bet. So just a, just a couple things that I saw kind of from my perspective over the weekend, mm-hmm. we had a, an unusual amount of parts breakage and not so much on the racetrack, but like a couple guys broke lifters and mm-hmm. just, it, it just seemed odd that things were breaking already. Yeah. Poor, things uh, should be fresh. Yeah. You know, it, it just, it was, so it was like, like the last what week is of this going season. on, yeah. <laughs> but nobody really oiled down the track, right? No. Would it, we no. didn't have any downtime to speak of. Not really. Nope. And I can't believe how smooth things ran, mm-hmm. especially the first race out. Mm-hmm. Everybody has that expectation. You know what? It, it's everybody's first time of the year. Mm-hmm. Things aren't going to go as well as they normally do. But, man, and I heard it from a lot of different racers, too. Like, things are going really, really well this whole weekend. Yeah. So it definitely a, a huge props to the crew the track crew i know it, for and that's without working the, their tails off that's without jc on the disabled list though. yeah exactly so samuel stepped up in a huge up. way yeah. and and helped out a lot with track prep and, and just getting everything ready mm-hmm. i know he was on the tractor bright and early both saturday and sunday mornings yeah and just they everybody worked their tails off and it showed yeah it, it was a great great weekend well, on saturday he chose to do some scraping right away you know yeah. they, they jumped on that he had a little too much rubber on that one on the outside of that one lane and he was uh he was on it just took care of it yeah and it, the track worked awesome all weekend long I, and i heard that from a lot of different people yeah friday was friday was cold <laughs> and i heard that it was maybe maybe not as good as it 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 could be but it's in it. If you don't know about track prep, other than it's got to be sticky, there's mm-hmm. a lot more that goes into it, especially when it's cold out and that track, you can't keep heat in the track. Yeah. So, yeah. But that's, that's, uh, that's what I saw and heard about over the weekend. And of course, uh, Kyle Riley showed up. He yeah. Put a post on Facebook and took some pictures and mm-hmm. shook some hands and kissed some babies, mm-hmm. promoting his, his 500K yeah. race he coming up at on, the end of June. On Sunday, he plans on being uh, coming back uh, in two weeks. Okay. He'll be back there on the 18th, so we'll, uh, we'll see him again. But he was giving away $100 off on the 50Ks. Yeah. Thursday and Friday yeah. race. Trying to drum up a little bit of support for his race, yeah. and I think can't it's, blame uh, him there. 600 or something like that to enter that. Yeah. Those both, if you do, and he's knocking 100 bucks off. That was kind of nice. Oh, yeah. Good to see him. Butch uh, Failer picked up the win in the 50-50 drawing. It was kind of a light pot. Yeah. You know, and, and I don't know what to what to attribute that to, but. No. But the uh, <clears throat> Butch actually won one last year, too. No, did he really? Yes. <laughs> but uh, Kim and Courtney want to put the word out that they are definitely looking for some volunteers to help with those ticket yeah. sales. Yeah. So if, if you've got even just a couple spare hours. Yeah. Send Kim or Courtney a message. 
or catch up with them at the racetrack. Mm-hmm. And, they sure could use your, the help. Your help and support in selling 50-50 tickets is what makes it so we can buy T-shirts for just a few dollars. It's what makes it so we can have nice meals brought in while we're at bracket finals under the mm-hmm. tent. And it really makes it a team atmosphere. So if you've got a, a couple hours of spare time on a Saturday or Sunday while we're racing, please give them a hand and, and mm-hmm. help out where you can. Yeah, I think mostly Saturday on, a, on the two-day races. Okay. But uh, it'll, it'll get better, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. So we do this crazy little thing, you know, with the with fantasy teams and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and I assume that you've compiled the the standings. Yeah, I think, and, I think Cameron's uh, over there looking at Cameron's, him right now. He's got a little Cameron, tear in his eye. Cameron had white out. out so yeah. you what? might have to look through that <laughs> and make sure that his chicken scratch didn't uh, didn't change any of the points around. 140 points. Yeah, well, you're... Uh, Let's see. Yeah, looking at uh, looking this over. Yeah, your modified team did did wonderful. Seventeen points between three guys. That's, that's Kevin Grunewald, Jeff Green, and Mark Boardman. You picked three good ones right I, there. I had a good. Yeah, I, I, I'm really really uh, counting on my modified team. I think to yeah. to carry things through. And you and know, your advanced I, team too. My uh, my top ET team. We've we've got to have a meeting or something because <laughs> my dad and Jim Davis ran each other first round both days. Oh, so I, I I don't know what's going on there, but I'll mm-hmm. I'll take care of that in my own team. Yeah, you had <laughs> so, to buy buy bad. Of course, Rick Morley wasn't able to race, but he no. had engine troubles as a Friday night. Or yeah, he mm-hmm. he made a couple test and tune passes, and and I don't even I talked to him today, and I didn't even ask him how he picked up on it, but it broke a lifter and yeah it sounds like hopefully his his primary engine will be ready for two weeks mm-hmm. but so. uh, we got to do a couple of mulligans we got to switch around a little bit and look like uh jeff ledford or ron we're gonna see a lot of ron hager so we're gonna okay swap those guys out here and so you're gonna you're gonna take lorenz yeah and and make it the Team Centrum Silver? Is yep. that what we're going with for Team, team, team Gary? The geriatric squad, right? The geriatric there. squad? Yeah. Okay. Got All him right. and I got Louie. Good. So we're going to continue to do I'm still counting on Aaron Sturvant. Yep. Gosh. I, the word is that, uh, you know, they, they were fooling around with torque conversion stuff in that car, just didn't like it. And by, by the end of the evening or by the end of the weekend, they were talking about new cars. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Getting rid of the hardtail car, maybe get something. No kidding. Something little, more chassis on it. So well, uh, you know that everybody's competitive to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure there's anybody that's more competitive <laughs> than Mike Staley. I don't know, and, and he's not very so. vocal about it. Of course not. Yeah, it it, it, it tears him driven. up yeah. when he's not the fastest car here, mm-hmm. and his car's not winning every week. Yeah. <laughs> so and he's willing to put in whatever time and energy it takes mm-hmm. to make sure that you know what he's he's got the edge. So yeah. he's I, uh, certainly a capable driver. Absolutely. Right? Oh my goodness. Most yes. definitely. Um so in in Cameron's team and Top ET, Scott Taylor had a rough weekend. Yeah. Like that was that was uncharacteristically rough for yeah. him. Yeah. Sunday got beat first round both times. Yeah, that's and that's not like bad. him. So I just a, a bit of a, a one week slump I hope. Yep. So kind of a just a quick rundown. So we're gonna we're gonna trade out Jeff Ledford for Dave Lorenz and your yep. team. And mm-hmm. then for Cameron's team in in street, he's gonna trade out Ron Hagar for Deegan Orr. Wow, good and move. You that know what? Just Deegan, getting better. Deegan was in at ten cars and modified on Sunday. 
And he was double five red to Tracy Mutchler. So he w- he ran street and modified, mm-hmm. and and he picked up his first race win last year. Yeah, and I think he's been bitten by the the drag racing bug, and and is not gonna it's not gonna leave anytime soon. So yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a good choice. That's a good pick. Now Cameron's team, Cameron. team uh, Mark Hammond, picked up ten points for him. That's that's a, that was a quarter of his points. That's a right solid. That's a solid. That was a solid two days right there for Mark Hammond. So, so at the end of the weekend, the the points are Team Cameron's got forty, mm-hmm. Team Justin with forty two, and Team Gary with forty eight. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'd say that's pretty darn close. That's yep. that, I'd say that's really close. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of this team. Definitely. So, and and one other thing that we we kind of helped get Team Gary out with just a little bit, knowing that. Alex Kish on his on his master's team, uh, he's going to miss some races for soccer. Right, but Lydia was will be here occasionally. So mm-hmm. if 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 they're both racing, obviously you only get points for Alex, right? Mm-hmm. But if if Lydia's racing and not Alex, I think we can give you points for. I appreciate for Team that. Kish. Yeah, I was willing to respect. take that hit on Alex because uh, he's that good. I think he, he's solid. He's a very very good driver. So if he's uh, going to miss for soccer. I think the first four races or the first four weeks. I'm not sure which, but. I appreciate you letting me have him. Oh yeah, definitely. Lydia's points because that, uh, that will definitely make things even. Oh yeah, and and uh, this is this is really just for fun, and we, it, it's it's friendly competition, but we we have fun and joke around with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see. We'll we'll have a good time with it. I'm yeah. sure. I got a uh, I got a whole chicken suit, uh, complete uh, costume this time. Oh no, kidding! And it's big enough for Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, hey, we're gonna we're gonna switch gears a little bit here, and we're gonna bring Jim Powell in. Jim is a, a longtime racer here at US One Thirty One. He's had a had a few birthdays and and recently retired. Yes. And we're just gonna kind of get a little bit of the Jim's story and and talk with him a little bit. So, welcome, Jim. How you doing? Well, thanks, man. Well, thanks for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Glad yeah. to have you. I've, Gary said that you were planning on coming up with him, and man, yeah. I'm. I'm excited to learn a little bit more about your racing history. Well, I've, and I've had some uh, stories in the past. I yep. know that. Sure. <laughs> well, Jim has had quite a bit of success back in the 80s on a regional and, and even a bit of a national level. Okay. That a lot of people don't know about. Yeah, I, I I don't know about that. So you did a little bracket racing with us in the beginning, and then in the early 80s you got into this uh, 1090 class. Yeah, I got into the 1090 class. I, uh, I had a 68 Camaro back when I got out of school from – like 76 until 80 that I raced in ET. Okay. And then I started seeing this uh, Super Street category come yeah. along in the division. And I said, man, that's uh, that's my cup of tea right there with uh, reacting instead of anticipating a, a, a light. The bottom bulb. Yeah, okay. yeah. And, right. and it seemed like uh, I caught on to that real well and uh, kind of a little successful from it. Sure, and the, and the the ten ninety the Super Street that's a that's a pro tree. Yes, and it was at five ten five ten from the very beginning. Yep. Yep. Okay, yep. And that's the way it is now. Yeah. So. Is it still five tenths? It is still five tenths, but there probably wasn't throttle stops then, were there? Uh, no, there wasn't throttle stops, and at the beginning of it, there wasn't trans brakes neither. Oh no, kid! So we were shooting it out. Yeah, we were shooting them out there. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's that's right up my alley. It'd be tough to cut a light on the pro T. So you get little tiny front tires on them, and as tiny as you can get. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the twenty-two inch tall front runners came from, isn't it? Yeah. So the first big success was the popular hot riding meet in '83. You got to the final, and what happened? Yeah, I got in the final. You know, and things were really looking good until the car wouldn't fire. Oh. Um, 
end up having two dead batteries in the car, but uh, boy, it just it's like it happened yesterday. I remember the car wouldn't fire, and Louis Hall was back there, and Jim Roberts, and they took my deck paddle off the back, you know, and was wiggling the battery cables and stuff to see if I couldn't get a fire in it, and okay. it just wouldn't fire. Oh, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the cables; it was the batteries. It was oh, it was Jim. <laughs> yeah. So we had to give a, a did not uh, did not show in the final round, and now. Uh, Boy, no. I tell you what, that that hurt for a year. That's hurt for a year. <laughs> yeah, that was a long kid. year. That was a long year. You got another chance in '84, though. Yeah, I got another chance in '84, and uh, things really went well for me. And um, um, just just mowing down the tree that day, and and uh, end up with a win on that. And boy, I tell you what, that was gratifying. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. was, I look back and I go, I'm coming back. I'm moving <laughs> back. <laughs> just right. just real quick, and this is off the cuff. What kind of prize money was there for winning? 84 pop rods well back back then you know of course that's that was division racing and they they incorporated division racing with the pop rod and uh it was like 600 for track win okay but the contingencies paid big money oh yeah uh, they were paying 150 per product to 100 per product okay um you'd get 50 for runner up but with the amount of stickers i had on my car and, and the product i was running i would probably get three thousand back no kidding! Yeah. Wow, yeah. That's, that's that was huge. That's so pretty darn good money for contingency was huge. The huge. time of year, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yep, and the difference. We we don't realistically we don't see that kind of contingency support anymore. Not not at that level. I mean, that, no. that's where obviously that's where a lot of the money comes from. Exactly. But and 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 then it seemed like it was a little more comp or competitive, like race on Sunday, buy on Monday across the board. Not just with the the manufacturers of cars, but the products and everything else mm -hmm. that go into it. Yeah, who yeah. were some of the big ones? Excel. Well, we had we had uh, Comp Cams, we had Excel, we had Moroso, uh, we had Mr. Fiberglass Ty um, uh, tires. Anything on the uh, tires? Firestone tires, yeah. Oh. Um, but that's when we were running Firestone tires too. So you know that was a while ago. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no. So yeah, but um, they would uh, they'd come by and they'd uh, look your car over and uh, as much as possible verify that you had the product. Sure. And, and then uh, during the week of the following. They'd send you uh, things like if uh, could you give me the part number of that? Could you give me a copy of the receipt, the okay. invoice? So yep. I mean, they like just the they did throw money at you. You you, you had, had to prove, prove it. You had to prove it. Sure, be on the up and up. Mm -hmm. Sure. So '86, a couple of years later, that was the '84 prop ride you won. In '86, yeah, it really got good for you, right? Yeah, the, uh, I think that's when I got into the trans brake, and um, I really, really built the car for Super Street. So I, mm -hmm. I had fun in '83 and '84, and then I went out for business in '86. It was really yeah. purpose built for the yes, for it was the hot rod class. Anyway. What what was the combination in '86? What was the combination? Yep. Well, I think I think the trans brake came along real well. Okay. What engine? What what engine and, and transmission a, did you run? I had uh, I had a Glide. Okay. Um, it was just basically just a rebuilt regular Glide. You yep. Know? Stock power. And glide. I had a four twenty seven uh, that my sponsor bought me, and we took it to Dick LaHaye, and uh, he built it as a, a four thirty one for me. Wow. And he asked me how fast I wanted to go. I says I want ten fifty. I want a little bit of a cushion. He says okay, fine. What did he do? Put the number 1050 on the board. I mean, he built it just the way I wanted it. Uh -huh. And in order to slow the car down before we had throttle stops, I used to use change out of my pocket so that when the secondary butterflies would open, 
I would put a piece, a change in there, whether it be a dime or a penny or a nickel, depending mm -hmm. on how much I wanted to throttle stop it. Mm -hmm. And I would just wedge it in there, tape it in place so that the throttle would only go so far. No kidding. <laughs> that was before throttle stop. That was like, Jim Powell's throttle stop. <laughs> <laughs> I could have marketed that, but I don't know how much money I'd have made. No. Maybe a nickel or a quarter. So, so you actually taped change on the inside of the carburetor. No, on, on the, the outside. On the outside okay. to where it bottoms out yep. on, no on, on the base, base plate. Yeah. The butterfly level. Yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that, uh, yeah. that's pretty that's yeah. pretty genius. So that, that's I, how we did it. And sure. Then, and then and then throttle stops come along. Well, back then when we were throttle stopping, first gear would be all out. It ain't today. You know, you 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 trip the line and you buh, right. You know, you're down. And then right. high gear comes in. You we just just the opposite back then. You killed it at the far end. We killed it at the far end. So oh. you didn't have the mile per hour. Oh. Right. Okay. And the, and the line was easier to judge. Sure. Sure. At, you at didn't a slower have the speed. speed. Right. Yeah. Wow. And then and then somebody started figuring out, well, if I can carry 140 mile an yeah. hour running 1090. Yeah. Then, so they, they kind of like reverse polarities right. on a solenoid, <laughs> you know, and uh, went at it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And so, so anyhow, in 86, you won where? Yeah, in 86, uh, we, we we took out, we, we, we went to the first uh, race there at Indy, and I won that one. Yeah. And um, there was a little bit of story behind that one, too. I, I remember going up there racing, and that's about probably second or third round, you know, still in, in the field. And I was up there looking at the tree, and I noticed that when the pole, both pre-stage and stage bulb was on, and then when they illuminate the whole tree, there was a surge of electricity from the pre-stage and stage. You'd see those lights And I could dim. see I could see them dim before the, the light would come on, the tree would oh. come on. And I, I started looking at that and I go, you know, I'm cutting old 40 lights now. Yeah. And I go, you know, if I can shave it, maybe two off that, I could be in the ballpark. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sure enough, the next round I did that. So and when was, those lights was, would flicker, you'd nail it? As soon as the, they would go dim, I would nail it. Mm-hmm. And I was catching like 015, 017. <laughs> you were you were literally letting go on nothing. I was letting go on a whim, <laughs> right. on a whim, you know. And, and so so it, it went really well for me. And then I, I remember Charlie Flanagan. He was he was the points leader from the, the following year there in Super Street. And he said, "What's going on?" I said, "I'm watching that tree right there." And he goes, "What are you watching?" And I said, "Watch that dim dim out on you." So he says, and he was already out of the race. He had already got beat. Yeah. So. He says, yeah, he said, that's something, God, I wish I was still in, <laughs> you know? And so he went to the U.S. Nationals and got down to the, to the finals, and he took that, what I told him, what I was watching, mm -hmm. and he called me up and he goes, Jim, he says, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Charlie cool. Flanagan, big yeah, Pontiac, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. GTO. Yeah, yeah there yeah. it is. Yeah. No kidding. Yep. So from, from the 86 Division Three champ in Super Street, where did where did you go next? Well, you know, I was working with Gary there at Eaton, and um, I they didn't have any full time positions there at the time, and so my my boss Kurt uh, he found a he thought so I had a little bit of talent in those transmissions, and right. so he wanted to know if I'd be interested in going out to Allentown, Pennsylvania, moving out there and and kind of uh, getting to know the ropes down there and mm -hmm. and, uh, and work in the region office out re there, rebuilding mm -hmm. the transmissions and stuff. Okay, and, yeah, mm -hmm. so I went out there and. And uh, picked up stock car racing. <laughs> oh, no kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. Completely <laughs> I, uh, changed gears. Completely changed gears. I was out there, and uh, these guys, uh, Dale and Brian Kern, um, stock car racers forever, and they drive by, and they go, they were always curious, what's in that trailer? What's in that trailer? <laughs> mm -hmm. So they finally stopped by one time, and they said, what's in that trailer? I said, drag race. She goes, drag race? And I said, yeah. 
He says, how'd you like to go around circles? I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, he says, we got a four-cylinder pinto class. We can do, do, do you up a car and see what you can do with that. So <laughs> I went, I came back home from, uh, to eat and for some training at, uh, at the brake division there. And, uh, I came back and I had a four-cylinder pinto ready no for me kidding. to go out on the track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we got into that and, uh, I tell you what, oh, that was man. fun. I remember a lot of Monday mornings getting a call from you. You're oh, so man. excited, oh, screaming. Yeah. I didn't think I went to bed that night. <laughs> then you got, you got kicked out of the track a couple times yeah. for being a little too aggressive. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think. Bumping them and, I don't know, knocking into people's stuff. But anyway, you had a fair amount of success with that, right? Yeah, yeah, I, no I did pretty well with that, too. You also you also went super gas racing? Yeah, when I, on, on, I was I was running out there on the East Coast there, and we were super gas racing. I'd go to uh, Columbus, and I'd go to um, English Town and uh, Bud's Creek and okay. Cayuga, Canada. And, yep. and went out there and kind of ran around with the Ecker Brothers and, mm -hmm. and um, you know, had a had some nice scenery out there in the, you know, upper state, you know, of New York. And uh, it was just a lot of fun get, running around with, you know, different people and sure. getting to know things. Yeah. But then you had sure. a, a cone sponsorship? Yeah. Um, after I'd won the division there in 86, um, of course, you know, you kind of, you, you can kind of uh, run the business a little bit then. And I called right. him up and I said, hey, I says, how'd you like to sponsor a division champion? And uh, he says, yeah, what do you want? Mm -hmm. And okay. I says, I want a tranny and converter for my car, and I want to back up in the trailer. He goes, when do you want it? Mm -hmm. Wow. So then I also asked him, I said, well, I'm going to be looking for somebody to do my motor. He goes, well, he says, I got the guy that I can turn you on to. And I says, who's that? And he says, Lincolnfelder. So he called he <laughs> called John Lincolnfelder up, and uh, I, I went out there to Lincolnfelder's there and kind of gave me the red carpet treatment and showed me the shop and everything. And Decatur, Indiana? Yeah. No kidding. And oh, uh, yeah. so he showed me everything, and... It took three blocks to get the right motor because we went 125 over on them. Wow. So we had to find okay. a, a good center center <laughs> shift on the core. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, finally, yeah. the third block worked out to be a dream. Yes. And it was a stock crank with a, a 125 over bore. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. So he was sonic testing the block. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow. You know, another name that's on this on this list is Sheldon Gecker. I mean, I was a big fan of Sheldon Gecker when I would steal my dad's drag. Or King Kong, right? National King Kong. Dragster. King Kong magazines yeah, so and rubbing the elbows King, with him. King Kong yeah. cars is always Mopars. Yeah, well, that was he, he yeah. was in a winter circle in '86 with me. Oh yeah, yeah, no at, kidding. At that pop rod meet. Okay, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. And you mentioned the Eckert brothers had the '48 Anglis. '48 Anglis, yeah, they were they were something else. Oh, I mean, man. that's a that's an interesting class car. I mean, the, the Anglis were popular short wheelbase. Yeah, oh, back in the did, back in the gasser days right. and everything yeah. else. I didn't realize that they were ever really used in the oh. in class races. Yeah, they raced those for quite a few years. Those Anglis. No kidding. Uh huh. So um, then you came back to Michigan in 1990, right? Yeah, well, you know, I was still living out there in Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. and um, they had a pop rod coming out, and I go, you know what, I got some time. I says, let's, uh, let's, let's go into Michigan and see, you know, what we can do with super gas back home, because mm -hmm. I hadn't run super gas here at Martin. Sure. Mm -hmm. So we trailered everything over here and uh, got out here, started making some test runs, and the first test run I ran, I broke the studs off my axles, and the tire fell off and rolled right rolled, right past me and i go well, this isn't gonna work out too well. no no not at so all. i end up unfortunately fortunately i had some studs and started it back up and then i went and took another pass and i, I blew a head gasket and it hurt a valve this is all the same week this is all this is all the same night <laughs> so uh, i went ahead and i couldn't figure out what was going on i took the head off and found out that i'd been a valve and blew a head gasket and took everything out and got with kenny uh Kenny Hassing. Okay. At Street, Street Strip. Yep. And um, so we took the valve out and couldn't find one in town and held 
Jim Jim Roberts was looking for me, and and uh, Jerry Arnold. Nobody could come up with a valve, so we actually took that valve in a vi in a in a lathe and and put a dial indicator and bend it to no two, two, two out on the rollout, <laughs> and then went ahead and lapped it in, yeah, and then took the head to uh, Terry Alding there in uh, Napa on Center Street, and he uh, surfaced his head for me. Came back and we had it all together by about two o'clock on Saturday. Yep, and I was able to. Put my last pass in uh, for qualifying on Saturday and uh, put a 992 on the board. No Felt kidding. pretty good. You won it. <laughs> and ended up winning the race. And you ended wow. up winning the popular yep. Harding yep. after yep. going through that on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And you know, did an article in the popular Harding magazine? Yeah, we had a nice article in the popular Hot Riding magazine. And um, um, that was the the, the year that um, um, Sheldon Geckler won, too. So no, he, had, no he had to ride up along with it, yeah. That's wow. that's really. Cool. I remember I remember taking pictures that day and we're getting on the track to take pictures and uh, literally my tennis shoes came out from my feet. That's how. <laughs> oh how, yeah. How hot that track was. It just I mean. Sure. Yeah, it, it was, was unbelievable. Stuck. It was just. Yeah. It was good. Now, is that the same car that you ran Super Street with? Yes. Okay. Still the same Camaro. Well, you know, I I had my Z twenty eight. I bought that in in seventy six, and I and I, I had a big 16. block in that car. Okay. And then. It was either cut the car, yep. Z28, yeah. or else get another car. Well, sure. I ended up finding another car before right. I ended up cutting it. Sure. So we ended up uh, making a, finding 68, had a Dane in it. Oh, wow. It was, it was like about maybe a third done, and then I just had to finish the rest oh, of it. Oh, that's not too bad. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't bad, no. Cool. Then uh, up to speed, and you're out of it for some years, and then in uh, 08, is that right? Is that 08, got, got back base? into it. Yep, got a dragster. That gets us almost up to and current. I said, I said if I if I was ever going to get back into it, it's going to be with a dragster. I yep. wanted to do something different. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, so, uh, small block dragster. So that, dragster. this car was uh, an ex-rampy car? Or? Yeah, this car was built um, by um, uh, Horton Chassis, I yeah. think, in North Carolina, I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. For David Rampey yep. back in 1996. And he ran Econo. He ran, right? no. What? That's a, it should be that's it, a it comp eliminator. An, yeah, a comp eliminator car. Yep. And I think he won the championship with it that year. I don't and doubt then it. he bought it. Wow. And then um, I can't think it came up to Grand Rapids, and then uh, I got a hold of it after that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Had yeah. it for a few years, yeah. I mean, you can't talk about comp eliminator without talking about David Rampey. David Rampey. I mean, oh, he's, he's, the, just, he's the winningest, one of the winningest sportsman drivers ever yeah mm -hmm. so yep. and you now that's a discussion on a, on a different podcast the sportsman drag racing podcast like there's there's date or dan fletcher and david rampey both have more than 100 wins and both of them that were interviewed and they said it probably won't ever happen again. yeah probably not i know what, just not. just the way that the classes are and the the events are and every more but just yeah. an unbelievable amount of talent there that is right. amazing exactly so then, uh, up to speed tonight you got an, another so director? i got right now i got a um an 04 um, uh, Bob's Profab chassis mm -hmm. okay. dragster. Yep. It's, uh, Bob Mandel. Yep, Bob Mandel. It's um, 225 inch long, mm -hmm. and I got a um, 415 small, small block uh, powering it right now. Yep. So. so tell us about the nitrous system on it. Well, I, I've always I've always been interested in nitrous, and and when I first started with it, I was just using it for the stripe, you know, just in case I needed a little bit of mm -hmm. boost when I lost the boost at the light. Right, <laughs> right. So, and then whatever happened happened after that. Yeah, you know? for sure. Usually. Well, then then I just got it. I got interested in and in, uh, incorporating in my time. Every run, and that was yeah, in every run, and that that was a real real big learning curve. I mean, because um, you. The idea to be consistent with nitrous system is is to maintain a certain pressure 
and to be able to sustain that pressure throughout the run and knowing how many runs you can get out of a bottle and still be able to sustain the spray without weakening in a pass where you would slow up. So, well, so it was yeah. it was a lot of growing pains with that. Mm-hmm. And then once you want to go a hundred on the on the on the um um the the pressure the the, the jets on the nitrous like oh. you'd have a different jet for nitrous versus gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then if I wanted to run one hundred on the uh, one hundred horsepower on the nitrous, oh. then I know I could get four runs out of a bottle. Okay. If I wanted to go one hundred and fifty. I could go three rounds. If mm-hmm. I wanted to go 200 on the chip, then I could go two. Right. But it took me a while to learn the sustain of the pressure mm-hmm. that would allow you to be competitive and run consistent mm-hmm. on the clock sure. with nitrous. It so was, it was, and I finally got it. So you have a bottle warmer system, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's called a, a, a transducer, and it's what it does mm-hmm. is when the bottle pressure drops, it automatically kicks in and warms the blanket back up to get your pressure back. How many bottles do you bring with you to the track? I got one on the car and four, four, and then I've got a, a, I call it a mother bottle, so I can go ahead and fill, fill, and fill yeah, fill it, and and uh, it takes about maybe an hour and a half, two hours to chill the bottle down in the freezer, mm-hmm. in the motorhome. Oh, and one other thing, I had to pass on a motorhome because the refrigerator wasn't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> so that just tells you my my nitrous is more important than yeah, my sleeping accommodations <laughs> and the food, <laughs> and, the, yeah, and the food. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, just, so we still got the same motorhome. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but yeah. This car, then, the, the nitrous comes on right away or what? I got it on the timer. Do I have it kicking in probably about a half a second? So I can get my roll out, and I don't have to really uh, put an initial shock on the tires, you know, to mm-hmm. be consistent coming off the tree. But you can actually hear the difference in the Oh, you can hear it right, yeah. I mean, oh, it yeah. just, bah, just, it's, just like, it's like a passing gear, you know, just kicking in. <laughs> sure. You know, and, and then it stays on all the way And through. then I stay it on, and, uh, and I, I play with it, you know. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. let it. Maybe go three seconds. I might go three and a half yeah, seconds. You don't have you to know. tell all your secrets. No, I don't have to, and I never will, neither. <laughs> <laughs> but this is yeah. this is a car that's going big block times with a small block yeah, motor. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, Dave Irwin did the motor for me. Him and him and Jerry Arnold actually put the put the, put the package together, and um, uh, it, we dynoed it out last year. It went uh, six hundred ninety five horsepower. Mm-hmm. And without the nitrous, without the nitrous, yep. yeah, and that was that was that seventy five hundred, mm-hmm. and then uh, Roy was in the dyno there and stuff. He said, "Hey, listen, let's see, because because the numbers were still I the, mean the torque the curve the curve was still going up. It was nothing dropped down yet. Yep. So then Roy says, "Hey, he says let's let's twist this to eight. And Dave says, "Hey, let's just say we didn't and 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 nah. you know just let's lie, okay, <laughs> and not do it, <laughs> you know." And uh, I thought that was a big kick. And Dave looked at me and goes, "You're not a bit nervous about this, are you?" And I said, "No." I said, "Because the motor's yours and it's in your shop." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "We're let, done. Let her, yep, we're done. We're done. Yep. Pull, it, pull it down. Oh yeah, that was fun. You know, the, the deal with nitrous once you get it sorted out. I mean, you're carrying your own atmosphere in the bottle. Absolutely, it's a more control. Oh, yeah. It's more. You're yep. absolutely right. Yes. Exactly. You look at you look at the climate of top dragster right now, and the cars that are doing the best are nitrous cars because mm-hmm. hmm. they're they're the most consistent. They're the easiest to tune. Yep. And, it, and you're taking the humidity right. as a factor out of the picture. Exactly. You know, oh. humidity kills you. So the ambient air is less effective. Yeah, yep. you've got yep. so much less of it in You're the combustion right. process. That's, well, it's just like any any power adders like that, yeah. though. Supercharger it, probably does, does the well, same Well, the thing, supercharger though. just crams more of that same atmosphere yeah, into it. Yeah. So yeah. Same the thing as a turbocharger. Yeah, where, the, where the nitrous, you've got your atmosphere in the bottle. Yeah. 
is, mm. is basically how to look at it. So I, 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 it, it comes on probably about a half second after I leave the line, and I shut it down maybe about three and a half seconds. Okay. Um, and then uh, I've always got the button there just in case I need a... Those, those an, eye, an eye opener, but but you know I I really enjoy running it because you know I mean, a lot of people know that I run it and I've got people coming up to me and you know, I don't know if I'll if I go ahead and take that round they'll come up to me and they won't wish me good run they'll go did you spray on me did you spray on me <laughs> they they just want to know what they it just want to like know if I sprayed them and I go you know. Yeah. I don't even know if I turned it on, <laughs> you know, so, you know, it's just, it's a good conversation piece also, you oh, know, yeah. it's fun. Definitely. Well, now you've got one other chapter of your life. I want to hear about this GTO. Well, this, this GTO uh, I've had since 76. Uh, I bought this when I was a junior in high school. Wow. And um, I've been waiting for that car for two years before I bought it. And I knew and I knew all about the car. I knew everybody that owned it's it. It's a '67 GTO. '67 right? GTO. What um, engine? Three vinyl top. It's got a, a 389 in it with yep. a quadrajet four barrel on it. That was <laughs> that was the year that that they quit putting the uh, tri powers on them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the tri powers last was in '70. Uh, uh, excuse me, '66. Okay. And then they went into the uh, Rochester's. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I had it, and I drove it through high school, and then. Got into racing there, like I say, in 76, and kind of put it away for a Did you lose your virginity in the back seat? <laughs> Front seat. <laughs> Front seat. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to go. But if you ask, I'll tell. <laughs> okay. Yeah, That's why wife, I still Oh, my wife's car. not listening. <laughs> <laughs> How come I've turned it all red? Uh, I think I'm staying in the barn tonight. <laughs> Probably sleeping in the car. Yeah. So, let's get back to the car, not, yeah. not the front hey, seat. Thank you. So it's a complete numbers matching. Yeah, it's a, it's complete numbers matching. It uh, it's right down to uh, the build date of uh, thirty days on either way of the calendar when the car come off the line. <laughs> so you can you're 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 correct if you're thirty days before be, be, or be, after. Be, be, yeah, before or after. So they got build records of these things. Yeah, yeah. Right down to the day. Yeah. So. I know, I mean, that you've had this car, you've restored it a couple of times, right? Well, yeah, I I, I started in uh, 2002 with it because uh, my 30-year class reunion was going to come up in 2004, so I wanted to mm -hmm. get it done for everybody because, yeah. you know, the guys coming in town, you know, and well, of course see, they're not, I remember you know, the car? We, we, yeah, we kind of like, you know, lost lost each other for a while, you know, and sure. nobody knew that I still had the car, so got it done, and I ended up raining that night at the, so oh. I didn't, I wasn't able to take it, but... Mm -hmm. I was I was I was pretty successful with it. I, I did it I did it the right way, but there were a lot of things that I bought that it was more quality than actually the imitation of you know what I bought. You yeah. know, I mean it just, it just wasn't there. There's a different level of so I was parts. I was doing pretty good. I was I was taking first place in my my category quite a, quite a bit, and then it got to you know these are what shows you're talking. These, about? these are these are car shows that were that are judged. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not sure. people's perception, you know, or people's pick. You know, it, right. was, it was judge shows. And it just got to being where I wanted to step it up a little bit. Instead of being first, I wanted to be best to show. Mm -hmm. So then I went ahead and I did it all over again back in 06. Wow, okay. Took it right off down to a rotisserie again mm -hmm. and started all over again. And uh, my goal was to go to 06 Louisville, Kentucky for the GTO Nationals, which is all 10 years of GTOs, and it's the best of the best. Mm -hmm. And um, I ended up uh, walking away out of there top five out of all ten years. Wow! So that, that's a, that's impressive. Yeah. Now, it, as far as the restoration piece goes, and, and a numbers matching like gold standard car show 
car goes. It's a, I got the concourse award, the gold right. concourse. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So as far as that goes and, and doing the restoration process, like the, the OEM parts are actually kind of subpar quality compared to what's aftermarket. Oh, right absolutely. Now. And the and the quality of like fit and finish and, and overspray, all of that stuff's got to be it's, exactly right. There, there was there was so much research. I was so infatuated by this build. It was just unbelievable. You know, just like you have the firewall, and there's I call it the gut line to where the firewall comes up against the cowl panel there. Mm-hmm. And in in Pontiac, when a car's made in Pontiac, the overspray follows that caulk line. Yep. If the car was built in St. Louis, it'd be right straight across. No kidding. So that determined, right, just looking at the firewall, you knew where the car was built before wow. you even looked at the tag. And the judges right. know this. Oh, oh yeah. the judges the know The judges this. have the, the, the Bible of it. And, and really? You, and you take like a, 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 a OEM battery cable, for example, and you'll have to get some overspray on it <laughs> because just because of how things were built. Well, then. let me tell you about uh-huh. overspray. So on the axle, they come out and they're raw. You've got yep. steel and you got cast. Mm-hmm. Well... When they built the cars, they were finding that they were the, they were showing rust from the. If you were following a car, you could see rust. The whole rear end was rust. Mm-hmm. So it's what they ended up doing is what they were taking a tar, and they were spraying it with a spray can, and they would they would spray tar on the back of the axles and the carrier, and they would overlap it on the shock. Oh, okay. And that had to be there. Right. <laughs> so when I got everything done, uh-huh. perfect. I had to go ahead and I had to take this spray and, and I had to spray over my brand new shocks. Yep. And it was, those are some of the things that, Ugh. you know, you, those, those yeah. right there, you know, and that, that article was in Motor Trend. Yeah. And, and, and an article, and that's how I picked up on it. And I carried that fruit through until, until I, I, I finally did that back in 06. Sure. I took that idea. And I'll tell you what, the judges come up to me, where'd you ever find that out at? <laughs> yeah. And I said, I saw the book way before I had the car. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah, and and it's stuff like like that, and and like a paint job today, like it's it's so much easier to get rid of all the orange peel. Yeah, but a paint job on a on an OEM hundred point car, you got to leave some of that orange yeah. peel on yeah. there. Like it's well, you know, when I saw you last year at Irwin's, yeah, that was the first time I'd had that car out yep. in eight years. Yep, that thing. I mean, it it's immaculate. Uh, have you seen it, Gary? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that thing is is immaculate. Yeah, it doesn't get driven much. No, it don't. I'm just afraid for that first stone chip. I'm just so, I just don't I want know. that to happen so bad. So, But the guys are starting to, I, I did, so I did take the car out last year. I got it out after about eight years. I had my class reunion, and uh, I ended up going to a, a place there called Go-Go's in Galesburg. They have a car show there, I believe, every Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday night is Gilmore's night. Yep. And uh, there at the end of the end of the year, I think they're in September. I went to two of those, and I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That's good. I had a lot of fun meeting some people that I hadn't seen in years. <laughs> yeah, still you know? doing that. Yeah, it was fun. That's great. Any idea what that car could be worth? Well, you know, from watching watching Barrett Jackson yeah. and and That's you know the, judges, the, yeah. the 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 cars when they're when they're being filmed on TV, they're not just you know they're they're not what they really are. Some of them are, some of them aren't. But mm-hmm. I I would say anywhere from seventy to eighty thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. sure. 
Yeah, which is which is. I mean, what was that car brand new? I bought that car <laughs> for seven hundred fifty dollars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So to whoever said a, a car can't be an investment, I mean, yeah. right. I mean, how many people do you say I wish I had? I wish I had. I wish right. I had. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then how many people say I still have? I still have. I still right. have. Well, well that true. begs the question: What is the you know, what is the sixty-seven GTO of today? Yeah. Like what what car do you put away right now? Right. To you know in. 40, 50 years down the road, be the best it's going to be worth a, a lot mm -hmm. of money. But this car today, though, I mean, it it's not, yeah, it's fun to drive, but it, it's its not a driver. Right. Because it's just stock. Right. I mean, they make these 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 custom mods now. They go from coast to coast. Oh, yeah. And that's what these people are buying. Yeah. My car, it's something that wants to put it in a museum. Sure. Mm -hmm. They're not going to drive that car. Or, or sure. show it because like you it, did. Yeah. Yep. They're you, not you trailer it. it to a car show. Yeah. yeah. And you're, I mean... You're you're there with a with a rope around it, and yeah. you, you babysit it yeah. all day. Yeah. Talk to people about it, which is which is a good time. Yeah, but don't let them but, touch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So what's what's uh, what's say like the next five years look like as far as racing and car shows and everything like that for you, Jim? Well, I, you know, I, now that I've retired, I've I I got a good taste of what life is. Life goes on because I worked second shift for many, many years. Oh, yeah. And so now I have a life. Mm -hmm. And so now... Every day's a Saturday. You know, yeah, <laughs> it seems like it. But, you know, I got I can pick and choose now. Mm -hmm. I, if I want to go and I want to go and, and, and burn some rubber and smell some rubber, I'll load it up and we'll go do that. Mm -hmm. If there's a car show that I just enjoy going to, I'll go ahead and I might make the, I might take the dragster and leave the GTO home. Mm -hmm. I mean... I go to these car shows and I take that dragster there and, and these kids, I, I love watching these kids. They'll go by and they'll look and they'll look, you know, and mom and dad will say, come on, let's go. And then I'll, they'll get halfway, they'll get by. I said, hey, you, you want to sit in that car? And they'll look right at their folks. <laughs> he just asked me if I could sit in that car. Come on, come on. And then they sit in the car and then they'll go by three or four times later on just right. to go back and sit in again. And yeah. I tell you what, I love that. Yeah. I love that. That is so much fun. That is that it is a lot of fun and, and I'm more nervous with the GTO than oh, I am with, for sure. with you know I let I get the kids in and I started up for them and stuff and oh, yeah. they're just they, oh, yeah. they'll never have that happen to no. them you know nope unless you buy one oh <laughs> yeah exactly you know exactly and that uh, you you heard us talking about Eric Paterka the other day and how it, yeah you know his advice for junior dragsters and on his. Uh, EP Motorsports face page. Did you see that? I did. That signed somewhere. You know what? In in that one, oh, that hits man. home. That's, that's a that's that's convicting. It, it really is. And and I'll let you read it. Well, it's a, it's it's a sign. It's at Crawford County Speedway in Denison, Iowa. It's yep. sitting there, and it says somewhere at this track, there's a little kid that wants to be just like you. You owe it to them to be the best that you can be. Absolutely, you're very, they're impressionable. You're, you're yes. absolutely, and we yes. see this every day at this track here. And, yeah. and you know what? I mean, that needs to be posted yeah. inside my trailer somewhere. You know, it, I'm as, I'm as guilty yeah. as the yeah. next guy for, for coming back upset. And you know what? It's not. It, it, it there's more to it. it, than it that. You're absolutely. There's so right. much more to yeah. it. Than, yeah. Whether that wind light comes on or not. Yeah. I mean, no, you learn from those uh, mistakes uh, you, you know, made, and uh, not only that, but I mean, so you, so you, you're on the trailer first or second round. What are you gonna do the rest of the day? Right. Mm -hmm. Those little kids are still there. You're yeah. Right. They're still there. What you're, you're saying right. about these kids and, and sitting in the car, you've, you've won a fan right there for life. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They'll come back and they'll, well, I sat in it last year. And I said, well, then mm -hmm. you can get in it this year. And if, Only, uh, hopefully you can get in on your own this time. And, and Justin, you do this regularly around yeah, here. At this, it, this as much right as here. I possibly can. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't get to see it come full circle very often at all, but... Mm -hmm. 
um, Chad Skolton came up to me maybe a year or two ago. Who's and, how old is he? Chad is Hunter Skolton's dad. Oh, okay. okay. So Chad came up to me and he says, "You realize why we're here, right?" No, I, I've got no idea. He says, or two years ago, we were walking through the pits. We didn't have any of this stuff. And you saw us walking, and you grabbed a hold of Hunter and said, come here, I want you to check something out. Wow. Yeah. Put him in a junior, yeah. and that's all he talked about <laughs> yeah. for the rest of the night was sitting in that junior dragster. And yeah. the next day it became, when can we get one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they went out, and, and they got one. Yeah. They got started racing. And they had so much fun with the juniors. Chad put together a Mustang to go race the NM, NMRA mm-hmm. stuff and oh. try to try to race on an opposite schedule as Hunter, so they can both still do it. But uh-huh. they're they're here every week now. Yeah. I mean that that is really neat to see. Yeah, that isn't that something? Just I mean, and and that just goes to show like exactly what you said. There is some little kid out there that wants to be just like each and every one of us. They have a Ryan Walkathon there in um, in Gull Lake at the elementary school, and I've been invited there for the last five years. Mm-hmm. And these kids, they go out and they get points and they walk around the track or run around the yeah. track. Mm-hmm. And every hour before they go in, the DJ will say, everybody over to Jim's car. And I'll go ahead and I'll put a number on my hand. And the first person that gets that number gets to sit in the car and I'll fire it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, 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 they take pictures. They sign. Thanks for coming. They've done this for five years. And mm-hmm. every time the teachers say, when they call me, can I make it? They said. You're overwhelmingly wanted. Mm-hmm. So it's just, that's cool. That is really that cool. nice. You know, how much of an impact just that car alone has made for those kids. Mm-hmm. Kind of gets back to what you know, they, 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 they look about. forward from the next year, like, I'm sitting in that car. I'm getting <laughs> yeah. in that car. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. that's a lot of fun. That is very cool. So you think the Scoltons are, like Hunter, for instance, is, is your biggest fan? I Maybe. I mean, he, he comes up and fist bumps me every chance that he can, yeah. you know, so, but, That's, and, you know, he's, he's made good friends with, with a lot of the kids his same sure. age at the track. What you know, a I great know, story. I know my boy Jace is, is good buddies with him at mm-hmm. the track and mm-hmm. it's, it's really, really cool to see. Yeah. So, yeah. and it, you know, that's, that's something that we need a lot more of here. I, we, I, need, I, we need more people. Cause I mean, I, I'm not getting any younger. No. I know nobody really right. is. And we, I'd, I'd like to be able to see my kids compete at the same level or higher that I compete mm-hmm. when they're able to. And hopefully know, their kids good. too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Right. Hunter's a good racer and he's on a good fantasy team, I see. <laughs> I'm yeah. guessing Team Gary. Yeah, huh? he won five five <laughs> points, five of my forty eight points this first weekend. Good good driver. Oh yeah. Well, well that's great. Unless you've got anything else, Gary or Jim, anything else that, that you'd like to talk about? I I'm just very thankful for you guys inviting me to share my stories oh, that's great you know, it, it, it's a, a lot, lot of, of people didn't know that jim's was you know super gassed no i i had no idea and i've talked to jim quite a few and, times and how about the champion just just some 30 years ago sure it's, it's really come around you know i'm, I'm still a, at it i'm a huge fan of of the stories i love the old racing stories i love telling them because and, i got some stories <laughs> <laughs> i mean and maybe know. that's going to be a you know another episode if we get a rain out or something oh, like that we just sign me up we come in here and we we tell some stories and you know i've got a few stories from on, on the mm-hmm. road and everything that, oh yeah that i think are fairly no, hard to can't compete in the sport well, gary, gary back in the day in the 70s we used to we used to go all over mm-hmm. the late seventies. We, we traveled every weekend together and, yeah. and did things, you know, and, and, uh, it was just a lot of fun. Oh, and, sure. And, and, and then when I heard the, uh, podcast there with your endeavors there back in the days, you know, oh, yeah. I'm thinking I got my scrapbook out and I started looking at mine and I go, <laughs> yeah, that? I know what he's talking yeah. about, you know, <laughs> been there awesome. done it. That's yeah. really you know? cool. 
Yeah, that's really cool. So uh, we're off for two weeks as far as racing goes. Yeah, we've got, what do we have this this next weekend? It's that uh, Chucky Davis's birthday, but it's the t Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. Okay, right. so it's a it's a no ET right. race, big, uh, grudge match, grudge racing, big, and, and big money. Yeah. So oh. if, if you like the if you Friday if you like Saturday. street outlaws at all, mm -hmm. or like fast cars, or like watching people get silly with fast cars, come check it out. I mean, it, it's sure Is to be a no good prep? time. I think it's prepped, prep? okay. but mm -hmm. it's it's no ET, no times up on the board. It's kind of set your own wagers on the on the races, and I'm sure there's going to be some side deals going on and everything else. But that's uh, that's that's sure to not disappoint anybody. There's a lot of other kinds of cars. racing besides bracket racing. There are. You notice that? There are. There's <laughs> there's a lot of different ways to go about it. And, and you know, the, the NHRA is doing really good right now mm -hmm. as far as fans and everything. And a lot of it is attributed to Street Outlaws. Just the mm -hmm. bringing the exposure back to drag racing. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, this is this is where it is. This is where where a lot of this, mm -hmm. this goes. And, yep. and it's kind of the, the entry level to it one of two ways. You, you know, you can get into it bracket racing. Or you can get into it with this no prep stuff, and you know, hey, I'm gonna race my buddy for five hundred bucks, and yeah. whoever wins wins. Small tire, big tire, right? Um, yeah, set the prep, no set prep. your yes, set your 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 specifics, and mm -hmm. and go out and have a good time. Then at the week after that, uh, we have two uh, third and fourth lane brackets Saturday and Sunday, and then we have the Mojo Quick Sixteen. Yeah, coming for that, and they're gonna okay go to the eighth mile this year. So that'll be the first Mojo Motorsports Quick Sixteen. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's, that's Saturday and Sunday, the 18th and 19th. All right. Then the weekend after that is the uh, Race Appreciation Memorial Day event. Right? Yeah, and and that one, check out the flyer on the on the Facebook page or on the website for US 131 Motorsports Park. That's five grand to win in Top ET and in Modified, two separate classes on mm -hmm. the eighth mile. Yeah, five grand to win each day. Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like there's a, a pit vehicle race Friday night, Friday a test and tune. Test um, tune. There's mm -hmm. also going to be a, a shootout that'll be available for anybody who's out probably third round or something. Mm -hmm. so check the flyer for specifics. I think uh, now the way that works is it's a it's a set entry fee and it's a set payout. So I say I think it's fifty dollar entry fee and there's gonna be four thousand dollars in the purse. Oh, okay. So we don't we mm -hmm. it, it's not set as far as round money. It's but not it is set. a car count based. It's it's yeah for that payout. Right. So at, at a certain it's got to be a minimum car count, obviously. <coughs> but at that point, it's you know what you're racing for. There's there's four grand in the purse or whatever it is on the flyer. Mm -hmm. It's up to the racers to determine how it gets split up. Correct. Good. So it, it's kind of a neat deal. We talked a little bit about you know a, a, a final round in Top ET not getting split. Maybe it'll happen here. I mean, somebody could say, you know what? All We're racing for four grand. I'm going to win four grand. Oh, my grand. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so, you imagine doing that in the final? Yeah. And, and, and that deal, too, the no box cars are separated because mm -hmm. it, it's one run class, but no box cars are separated for a few rounds. Mm -hmm. But like I said, check this flyer for specifics. I don't have it right in front of me right now, but that's a, that's sure to be a good time. And you're going to be there, Jim? Yeah. That would be my first race year. I'm planning on it. Yeah. Good deal. Good, and good. and double, doubles are allowed, I believe. So you can, yeah. you can and, double uh, enter and... First or second round buyback. First backs. or second round buyback. Yep. So we've got plenty of chances to to get after it and for mm -hmm. five grand. So that'll be the first crack at some some fairly big money of the year. Yeah. Good. So well, I think that's gonna put a wrap on episode twenty six of the Modified to the Lanes wow. podcast. So I just like okay. to thank everybody for all the support up to this point and it's mm -hmm. been a really good time. I'm excited to 
get back into the swing of things and doing a weekly podcast with you, Gary. And, you bet. And the, the winter was long and miserable, but, <laughs> man, I'm glad for the sunshine and warmer weather. Oh, it's a lot of fun. It's great to be here, too. And we appreciate Cameron's help. He's over there on the soundboard. Thumbs up, he says. Oh, yeah. And, Jim, thanks a million yeah. for coming. Thanks Huge for thanks for, yeah. for yeah. Jim coming in here. I really enjoy talking with him. So, well, that'll do it. Thank you very much, and we'll, uh, we'll see you all the track.